Yes. Amuna is our future with a good mission focus. That's the class today in the special time that we find ourselves together again, this time not on a Monday, 3.30, but a Tuesday, 3.30 Israel time in our beautiful studio in Yushalayim, or Kodesh. Thank God we're in the holy city of Jerusalem and in the auspices of Rav Shalom Arush, our wonderful holy host. And we had the pleasure to have an awesome class just this week. And I hope you guys check it out with Rav Dovidal, Baruch Hashem. I'm just making sure we don't hear me on here. We don't hear me. Go. Yeah, we do hear me. Great. So everything's working. In fact, the Wi-Fi is even better than normal. So it must be a special class we're going to have today to remember our mission, our focus, and what we're here for, that we have a positive, a good mind, a good eye, a good heart, how we view, how we interact, how we do things. So once again, just to remind you, please do check out our Muna class from Rivdovidal um, Weinberg. Rivdovidal Weinberg came here, sitting right here with a wonderful musician, right where I'm at. And it was unbelievable, the music, the energy, the soul. And not only that, obviously, Rav Shalom Orish, he was guiding us towards devoted love to be really going beyond ourselves. And we invite you again to please send your names to us in all our platforms and specifically email or DM. All my details are below. You can check it out in all the videos, all the posts we do and be in touch. Send those names, do that prayer service, 30 minutes a day. That's what Rav Oresh is asking. And that's the kind of energy, the positive focus we need to have when we go into a pasture like we are in this week and also in a time of year, the summertime, as we've gone away already now, the, the light of Shavuos is starting to fade a little bit. The energy of that Mashiach Deka light, that special energy that came down through the light of the Torah and the, the merit of the Torah and also all the holy souls like the David and Melech, the Baal Shem Tov, as we spoke in our previous classes. Now we have the opportunity right now in Tafshin Pei Aleph in 2021, in the month of June. We're already in June, I can't believe it, we're in the summer months, to really change the way we view the world and how we experience life. Because these months, these summer months, are opportunities, especially when we have shlach, shlach lecha. Yeah, this Pasha is a, is a very big signpost of what's needed for us to work on how we need to go ahead in the coming months of Tammuz and Av. We're finishing off um, with the Chodesh of Sivan, the month of Sivan, a very lichtika lit up month, a month before it gets really hot, before it gets really intense. It's a really a climax month of these three previous months where we already mentioned in a previous class of Nissan and Iyar and Sivan are together. They're three tribes, three tribes, Yehuda, um, Zvulin, sorry, Yesoch Zvulin, Yehuda Zvulin, Zvulin, that's how it's described, Ibn Yesoscha, and from the Arizal. So we have, Baruch Hashem, three months of Chizuk, of inspiration, of Amuna. And everyone knows we already started off with Rabbi Nachman's Yom Iledet, a special day, the Ten Crowns were given to the Jewish people on that day, the beginning of those three months. And as you begin, so does you end. Hopefully you bring that light from Pesach, from Svira, from Shavuos. You bring it with us through the climax of these three months. But another point is that we're transitioning. And that's really important when you're making transition, especially in our generation, where we have to be so versatile, where we have to be able to be more flexible than we were used to being in the past. The 2021 year is 
cause us to have a tremendous amount of renew renewal. And as Y.Y. Jacobson spoke so beautifully, when we're standing up against anti-Semitism and all the things that are going on out there, thanks to a nice class put out by friends of ours, friends of Nissan Black as well, Gad Albaz and a few other friends of ours, Victoria and Rudy, we had the opportunity to hear from Y.Y. there needs to be a renaissance. A renaissance in the world, yes, a beginning of refreshment of how the Jewish people are putting ourselves out there, how we're performing in a public space, that we need to renew our avoda, renew our inner connection to make sure that we're tuned in, we're really tuned in, especially now, even more so after everything that happened during this year with the Corona challenge, year and a half already, and the fact that I still haven't made it to England, I still haven't made it out of here, but the good news, and this is really good news, really good news, very happy to share with you my parents everyone should pray for me be meritorious because to do the mitzvah of kibbutz abba'em to be able to honor your parents is not a small thing and i'm praying that my parents next week will be here please god in the holy land and i'll be away with them for one week and then the week after i'll be back um, here in the studio but they hopefully will be around jerusalem so maybe you'll even get to meet my father and bring him in maybe even next week in my own class when I do it live from wherever I'm having my vacation. I'm going to put up a shorter class in my vacation location and hopefully there I can do a little class. Maybe my father will come in, maybe my son-in-law, Nachman, we'll see. It could be fun, but let's let's just wait till that time is uh, made available. The interesting point is the week after we have the ability to host Jodeci. Jodeci is a very special soul. We're going to hopefully bring him in as my weekly conversationalist. Like you see now nowadays, a lot of successful, positive podcasts that we listen to, like Joe Rogan, or um, you know, excusing the language. But other than that, you know, Joe Rogan is a conversation going on. One of my friends who's putting out a podcast which I was on. Um, the I think it's called the uh, Jewish something network. And over there, I was there and on that podcast before it really taken place where he brought his father on and now it's become more of a conversation podcast between three get three people not just two um so i'm hoping to manifest a little bit like that kind of environment that we have here in the Muna class on the sunday night we have a guest and it creates energy so i didn't have to sit here by myself you know and if you want to hear what i've been saying by myself we've got thank god i think almost two years of Muna class Muna's our future classes that i've uploaded and all the different pastures and different times and you can go back and also from all my years of teaching before on soundcloud under the name of ellie goldsmith from midnight rabbi there's a lot of content out there plus my three podcasts i put up the breads of israel one which is amun is our future which is what we're talking about now and then the unity flow podcast and also the relationship flow podcast so you have a lot of content from me already by myself it would be nice to include people from you know outside especially jodeci is a very special neshama he came to our uh, Muna class a few weeks ago i don't remember exactly i'll get the class and we'll repost it hopefully but it was something which was very positive um to be able to bring him in the studio he just got married and it will be interesting to see like how it's been the transition living in israel now the last few months uh, he came to us a few times shabbos pesach as well as uh we have had the opportunity now to be at his simcha. This whole week was a wedding and a shevrabachas. And this is a time of year where there's a lot of weddings and shevrabachas, a lot of transition going on, where people are transferring from being a single person to becoming a couple. And that on the inner level, I was speaking to a guy in a car last night, that we understand that when you become a couple, you become one soul. 
It's very important to understand the, the combination of, of a man and woman where they seem so different. The amazing thing is that when you're working on the soul level, they truly are one. On the, on the neshama, the neshama is one. And that's the beautiful idea of bringing Ish and Isha together. It creates the name of Yud-K. brings a, a yichud of the shame of Hashem, of the the, the yud Vavke of the yud the first two letters, and also in the times of intimacy, in the times of putting the ring on the finger, these are all times where the yud Vavke is manifest. So we're making big unifications in this time of year with all the marriage and the weddings and all the opportunities for people to come together and rejoice and connect. So we'd like to share a little bit of that energy through Jodice and myself. I have a conversation between two people now, thank God, who have, have another half and are able to you know, be in different times of their life. You know, he's newly married. I'm already 20 years married, almost, thank God. And um, we have the ability to to hopefully get into some interesting issues. You guys are welcome to send us what you'd like us to discuss. Usually I focus, like I already have, on the Pasha, and I will continue this week as well. Shlach Lecha. What does it mean, Shlach Lecha? So let's get into it now. Shlach Lecha is the idea of Shlichus, of having a mission. So after all that good news, we realize that we have a mission. Whatever we're doing in life, there's a special shlichus, a special mission. Shlach is Lashen to send someone, but it's also to send them as like an agent. Like I'm a booking agent for people, like Nissim Black, who's, thank God, he's going to be doing a bunch of shows in the summer. You guys can connect to me. I've got even a female artist, Judith Gersey. I've got Esther. I've got a lot of artists, thank God. You can go to my list. It's a long list of very talented musicians and speakers and creatives. And obviously, Rav Oresh is at the top there with his ability to influence on a weekly level together we work together thank god but the idea of being an agent is that you're put in that position like chabad do so well where you're now a shliach you're now as if the person himself has sent you so when you become a shliach of hashem you have an agent of hashem of hashem yisbrach the creator of the world yeah he knows exactly what your purpose is what you're here for what's going to fulfill you what's true pleasure what's going to give you a, a real understanding what life's about. He's the key to everything, Hashem Yisbarach, the creator of the world, and you have him sending you on a mission. So it's a whole different level of what mission and what, what our purpose is in this life. We've spoken about it a lot, the idea of having mission, goals, and making a mission statement. We've spoken a lot about it in our United Souls course, which is very practical, bringing it down on a practical level. You can see the link below. We're doing another one next week, Tuesday. That'll also be on my vacation time in, in uh, where we're going to be, in, in the coast of Israel. So I'll do a United Souls course as well. We had the opportunity to discuss this idea of having a mission. But from the Torah itself, the idea of being a shliach is very, very important for all of us to understand that really it's not just an exclusive group for Chabad who have shlichas, but really it's something we all can do. Everyone in their own level can allow themselves, as the Rav spoke yesterday, or Sunday rather, because we're now on Tuesday already, he spoke about the idea of humility. And someone at the uh, Shevardbrokers yesterday spoke, you have to be very, very humble from this week's Pasha. We learn it because it says it was Tov Ma'od Ma'od, the land of Eretz Yisrael, is very good. It's not just good, it's very, very good. So we have the blessing to live here and to see. This is another important point of this week's Pasha. It's better have the eyesight, the mindset, and the heart, the open heart, to accustom ourselves to the beauty of Eretz Yisrael. 
Now, I'm not going to deny, I'm going to say a few stories that point out that Eretz Yisrael, as beautiful and deep and spiritual and holy as it is, we're going to ask, it's going to come, as it says in the Gemara and Brochus, you're going to enter into Eretz Yisrael with a little bit of challenges and suffering. That's part of the process of being in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, the challenges, as Miraglim um, failed, unfortunately, and hopefully we won't in this generation, we'll return back to Eretz Yisrael, that we'll be able to see the good. We'll sort of see how that land is nourish our amuna. It nourishes, it gives us encouragement to have more understanding of what amuna and more wisdom, the way you think about things in Eretz Yisrael. As we spoke, I think, in a previous class from Rav Desla, he said your mind, it speeds up on a whole new level when you live in the Holy Land. You're able to conceptualize. And you even see this from the startup nation that Eretz Yisrael has been called and the high-tech advance, advances that we've, we've been blessed with. There's a certain cleverness that's a gift just by living here, just by living and breathing the air of Eretz Yisrael, its holiness. Even if you're not so tuned into it, it has the power to influence you, just like Shabbos comes every week. Everyone has Shlomo Kalibach sang so beautifully, you start to notice there's a new energy in the world come Shabbos. This, the clouds are the clouds, the seventh day of the week of making a way for Shabbos. That's the whole idea that everything in creation starts making way for Shabbos. And that's the seventh day, and this is the seventh land. Eretz Yisrael, there's really six continents surrounding Eretz Yisrael, and we're in the center like the inner level, like we've spoken about a room, is the idea of six dimensions. We have right, left, forward, back, up and down. That's six dimensions. And what's the inner level? The inner level is the seventh dimension, which is the idea of Shabbos, of Panemius, of inner content. And that's Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is surrounded by six huge continents. And at one point, they were more together at one point, all the different parts of land. I remember learning this even in geography or in science, but the world at one point was all one landmass. But the idea that it broke apart, whatever, whenever that was exactly, I don't know, but there was a certain time historically, because remember with the Torah, we have a different way of measuring time because it's with spirituality added to the equation. It's something that science can't equate at this point. Maybe you'll get there one day and they'll meet together in the middle for the concept of this six lands or continents surrounding Eretz Yisrael, which is the center of the world. That's why, as you see on the news, or you see wherever you go, everyone's talking about Eretz Yisrael, the Holy Land, because and everyone knows it's important. All the religions, the major religions know of its importance, and it's historically been hugely important. And spiritually, for sure, we know from our books, from our Holy Torah, that the Eretz Yisrael, the whole world, was created in the center with Yushalayim and the Evan Shasir, which is in the middle of the, where the Temple Mount is, that inside that place is the Evan Shasir, the stone that Hashem formed all of creation from and formed the first man and woman. And the whole idea that this this is the center point of all of the energy of all creation. So you understand that people right now, they're looking you know, for, for purpose, for energy, for focus. So you come to Eretz Yisrael, you feel a different energy, a different purpose, a different focus. And the beautiful part is, even though there's more people going to come here at some point, because Kibbutz Goliath says there already is so many people who've come, including myself, the land's going to be Eretz Tzvi, it's going to spread out and become special for everybody. So right now, while we're in that transition point, like I'm saying, from, from the spring day to the summer, or from going in the Midbar, which is where we are in the Parshas, to try to get to Eretz Yisrael, which is what Shlach Lecha is all about, trying to get to Eretz Yisrael. And Devarim is when we're actually in Eretz Yisrael, Sefer Devarim. The next Sefer in the Chumash is when we're in Eretz Yisrael. So we're right now traveling in that transition point. And it's also happening spiritually and right now 
chronologically in our calendar right now and in a real way you know not just in the macrocosm but a microcosm each of us has that decision do you want to come live in Eretz Israel? we've had that question a few times for Shalom Marish and if you go back to those Amunah classes of Aliyah with Shlomo Katz and came up the question many times and even Rabbi Oresh himself said I think in the previous class with Melech Kohn you go look that up he said very strongly that he would encourage it whoever can should come to Eretz Israel now not to wait. And that's from Rav Shalom Morris. He didn't want to get into all the details. That's each person will have to ask their own, you know, question to the rabbi. And we can arrange that if you get in touch with our team. That's one of the reasons we put these links underneath so you guys can reach out, directly get a blessing and speak to the Rav somehow or another through either through myself or through the other people, the other agents of the Rav, literally the shluchim of the Rav. You have the opportunity to connect into that light of guidance because I, I've, for example, personally met, and I'm going to say a few stories now of my experience of it as well. Um, I personally met people that have come to the Rav and they have big businesses in America and they've, they've got a beautiful house, a big mansion and live by the beat of the sea and they have a boat and they have this and they have that and they're asking the Rav, will we have blessing if we move there to Israel? You know, we, we might not have that beautiful house and the mansion and the swimming pool and the and the boat and, uh, and all the community that we had in our previous location and uh, we might not have the wealth also because it's financially a struggle here for many people seemingly so the Rav said no he said this is the place Rav Shalom Arash said this is a place of abundance of Shefa of divine abundance remember we spoke about having a mindset of abundance even during this corona challenge to have a mindset that there's a tremendous abundance in the world there's a tremendous Shefa so even more so said Rav Arash in Eretz as well this is Hashem's land his eyes is constantly on this land but for the whole beginning of the year, the end of the year, Shem's eyes are always on this land, always taking direct Hashkacha process. There's no angels, there's no agents in between. It's pure connection to Hashem in the Holy Land. And therefore, there's tremendous abundance, tremendous ability of receiving tremendous light, of wisdom, as we already just spoke, but also abundance in physical, in the in the Gashmias, in the in the, in your blessing. Eretz Khalabadabash. It's a land of tremendous blessing, of of flowing milk and honey well what that really means like what the inner honey the inner milk the milk that gives blessing that gives life not the way the world it takes every single physical thing takes bread not healthy takes milk not healthy takes every kind of food beans even now nuts everything's not healthy that's what that's if you go to all these podcasts and you start trying to figure out what's nutrition without going to a proper nutritionist you're going to be driven a bit mad because they've figured out how in every single part of food especially nowadays with all the all the mess up that the science has put into the food where it wasn't just straight from the ground but now it's like being played around with so all the food and it's absorbed all these chemicals and all this stuff but it, it doesn't it doesn't seem to be healthy a chicken's like filled with hormones and every everything you eat is filled up with all this junk and you start to think well what's healthy so the beautiful thing is that if it's direct from Hashem Eretz Chalav Devash, without all that impurity, it's a it's a land of abundance. And since the the children of Israel have been back, B'nai Israel are back in the Holy Land. This land has flourished. That in itself is a wondrous thing that Mark Twain or any of the great writers, when they saw how desolate this land was, and from what it was supposed to be, when when we weren't here, and now we're back here. Anyone nowadays just go and look around. I read in the Ami or the Ami magazine these vineyards and these high tech 
tech startups and these unbelievable things going on. One of the friends I follow, Hiller Field, he's like uh, someone who's got like so much going on with the high tech world. You get to see on his blog so much energy, so much development, so much progression and all the building going on around here and all the development. And it's, and it's a miracle with, with our own eyes. The fact we have an iron dome that can protect us from, from you know, without getting any political at all, just talking about the reality of what we see. You know, it's the, that's a very important thing that people like are giving over, you know, different media points. And that's a very important part of having a good mission focus is to right now to block out all these lies and nonsense online, which is trying to black, blacken, and I don't mean black in a negative way, I mean uh, darken the 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 reality of Israel. So that you have sorry, someone like my good friend Nissan Black, who's right now in the US, what's he think saying on his on his Instagram live? How much he misses the Kadusha and the and just even just the the warmth of Eretz Israel. He's in New York, it's miserable weather. He wants to be back in Eretz Israel. He's missing. He says, uh, the words he uses, I'm jealous for Eretz Israel. Yeah, because he he understood that. His soul woke up when it came to Eretz Israel. I remember his first trip. I had the pleasure to host him here. And he was alive. He was, he was excited. And he was all about planning how he's going to get back to Eretz Israel in 2013 or whenever it was when we put on that show in Beit Shemesh. He was excited to come back. And also on a personal level, when I came here, when I was 18 or even earlier when I was 16, I came here as like a punk teenager, you know, don't mean to be rude about myself, but, I had, you know, I wasn't spiritually awake at that point, but there was something going on here. I just felt different, even with the fact that I was playing around, you know, with women, all kinds of things I was doing at that age of 16, and I wasn't so tuned into my soul, but I understood that as much as I was doing a global tour of the wrong things, but I, I suddenly woke up on an inner level, there's something going on here. I felt by the end of the trip, after being here a month as a teenager, I felt like something like these birthright people that come, they suddenly, something touches them here. And they don't know what or how to explain it. I remember when I came back to London, I felt tremendously depressed and deflated, not just for the fact I missed all my friends from the trip, but something inside me, I just felt like I was missing on a deep way. And only when I came back here when I was 18, come back to the Holy Land, and I met with people like I met with real shepherds. I met with holy souls that were in Svats and Safad, and I was in Yushalayim, and I had this opportunity to taste the beauty of Yushalayim and the Koiso, and I got to go to wonderful Shabbat, and see, like I said, Eretz Yisrael is the seventh land and Shabbos is the seventh day. And there's a song in Eretz Yisrael. It has a song like the seven notes of a scale. It's a very spiritual experience. I suddenly, as a musician, I brought my guitar when I went on this trip and I came alive musically. I haven't put out much music in the last however many years because my focus has been to help other people with their music. But I came alive and Eretz Yisrael has that energy in it, that creative energy. And that's my hope on my Unity projects, my Unity Inspires projects, my Unity bookings, to bring together a lot of inspired individuals who live here, a lot of musicians, a lot of souls, a lot of creatives, and thank God Rav Oresh has kindly allowed me to, to bring them to his platform with the class and host them together with you. Like we had, as we mentioned at the beginning of the class, David Weinberg, such beautiful music, so deep, from such a deep soul. Or Shlomo Katz who's come, or Aiton Katz, all the other wonderful guests, so it's Daniel, all our guests who've come and they have such deep souls and they've inspired our, all our people that connect with us. And truth is, it needs to be a Muna global. This energy that we're creating, the Torah, the life of creativity and truth, needs to go out from Mushalayim into the world. And that's my hope that we'll be able to experience that on a real level so that people can understand it. It will quiet all the negative voices when they see such pure music, such pure art, such pure 
uh, aspects of that they that everyone on all different levels of age can relate to. That's the power. That's one of my visions I have living here in Ushalayim, and I'm writing a book, United Souls. I'm trying to bring together this whole concept personally of how my life, my soul was lit up. The vision I had of Eretz Yisrael was Hinematuvanaim Shevetachim Gamiachan. How wonderful be when all our all the people of the world would dwell together beautifully, pleasantly. And that's the vision I had. I sang that pasuk running along the beach in England. How am I going to get out of here and get back to Israel? How am I going to get back to this holy land that I touched on when I was a teenager a few times? And I did. I made it here. And it's been uh, amazing. You know, it's been a struggle, but it's been an amazing struggle. Struggle inspired. I once made a Facebook page. It still exists. Struggle, struggle inspired. It should realize you're meant to struggle, but do it with inspiration. Do it in the holy land. Make a living here. It's amazing. So, you know, it's funny because in the same week, someone's reached out to me from a place in Savannah if I would be interested in visiting there and maybe even moving there, you know, checking it out as an option. So a big part of me is like, there's no way. I'm going to do whatever I can to live in Yushalayim. My whole heart's in Yushalayim. I said that to holy rabbis once when I moved back from Beitar. I used to live in Beitar for a bunch of years. And I moved back to Jerusalem. Thank God, Yushalayim. And I thank God for many years. I've been here now again, another three years. And in total, I, I think it's over around 18 years or something. And yet in, to live in Jerusalem, it's a big merit. With the four or five years I was in Beitar and another year in Beitar. Shemesh, I had the opportunity to live in this holy place, to live here. How could I? And I said to the rabbis, I'll do anything to live here, even though it's hard financially, seemingly. Once again, the rabbi already broke that. He said, No, there's even more abundance here. There's more abundance even in Jerusalem, even more so than Eretz Israel. And like we once said, that the whole of it, the energy of Jerusalem is going to spread out to the whole of Israel. And the whole of Eretz Israel, the holiness and the wisdom of Eretz Israel is going to spread out to the whole world. And that's, that's part of what's going to happen when the war of Mashiach comes, the spiritualization of the whole world. It's going to become a very spiritual, but it's all going to come from the center. That's why it's so important that we understand this central point and we learn how to, with a good mission, to get our mission from that central place, from that soul level, and to then go and focus on the good. To realize that there's good, tov ma'od ma'od, it's very, very good land. And it's very, you have to be very, very humble. As this rabbi said yesterday in the Sheva Box of Jodeci, you have to be very, very humble to receive the goodness of this land. And those two things come together. Anyway, I want to finish off our Muna class. As you can see, the message is very clear that we have the ability in our daily life, wherever we are in the world, to tap into the light of Eretz Yisrael and to understand the goodness, to look good, to not say bad things about this holy place, to not say bad things about the people, to not say bad things about the, all the politics and stuff, but to focus in on the good. There's so much soul, there's so much wisdom, there's so much positivity, so much creativity to be de developed. And we have to give that space in our heart and our mind to begin developing that and to do it in a collaborative, unified, united way. That's my purpose. So that's what I'm here with Ravosh for. He already is the king of Amuna, let's say. Yeah, someone quoted a different rabbi the other day on a on a on a halakha thing. The king of Amuna. I, I choose to differ. I think Ravosh, if you're going to say anyone's a king of Amuna in this generation, it would be Rav Sholom Orish. He's the person who's brought the concepts of Amuna to the world more than anyone. And we all have to have appreciation for what he's done and keep helping him in that project. And now it's it's joined together with love, with Avis as well, with Avis Chinim, with, with complete dedication and self-sacrifice to give over love. And that in itself will give over unity. That will bring the unity, which is my vote of unit, United Souls, which is funny how we ended up coming together these last few years as everything shifted as we're getting ready for Mashiach to bring really unify everybody so I really pray to all of you
open yourselves to the good heart and the coming weeks we're going to have just to give us all an update please god today we're recording eliezer kosman eliezer kosoy aka elion he's going to come into the studio we're going to do a class with our here today 45 minutes will not be live we'll record it but we'll put it out there on the live feed as if it's live and i'll be around on the post when it goes out my vacation hopefully i'll be able to check in just to see what's going on on the facebook and the youtube so if you have any questions we can get it to the rub i'll be able to get it to him at some point and also the following week big news we have nissan black nissan black is bringing his new podcast the deal with nb that's nissan black roshi tavis nb the first letter is nb the deal with nb is going to be here nissan black himself in the studio he's thank god he's gone through a big transformation in a health sense he looks amazing like we see can see the pictures online just check it out and please god will be zochem and sashem all of us to get together for good times to really enjoy what it means to be uh, a, a inspired soul to be had struggle inspired to see the good and to do our mission in this world so we can feel fulfilled and come together this pastor shlach with a shlichus and shlach is also shulchan to come together at our shabbos tables and to enjoy this one do our shlichus when we eat the challah of shabbos we make lachaim on the wine to enjoy being in this world to have pleasure in a positive true way and that will be the focus that we have to be able to go into the rest of the summer months that we only see good and positive and all the negative falls away and we'll be able to dance together with the binyan by shlishim we'll be able to eat from the zvochim and pesachim all the kabbonas all the wonderful treats are going to be coming when mashiach comes